Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good day, everybody. Welcome back to the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo, how are you, sir? Wow. It's been so long, I think I forgot <laughs> what the red button was, but I got it. It's working. <laughs> Everything survived Survived yeah. uh, moving, I guess. Well, everything has just been uh, pretty tumultuous for the past couple of months for everybody. So we're yeah. uh, it's been a rough season. Finally, yeah, it's been been a little bit rough uh, on a lot of stuff going on here. So uh, everybody's uh, just trying to hang on and maintain. And uh, boy, the world sure doesn't uh, become any less interesting, even though you're paying less attention to it. Uh, it's just it's it's insane. Well, I got to be honest with you. Just, I I still I still always have to know what's going on in the world just because I can't help yeah. myself. But, you know, not being able to talk about it just because it's been going to work, doing things, like I said, a season is not necessarily winter, spring, summer, or fall. I think a season also has to do with a time period in your life. It could be a year. It could be two years. It could be whatever that season is or a chapter. I guess it's another way to put it off as a, as a chapter. And, um, yeah, it's been a rough. It's been rough, but this is uh, yeah. the storm shall pass too. But it's been rough. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's tough stuff. Uh, this adulting thing is not uh, what it's cracked up to be, is it? No, it was a lot easier when we were kids, and we could like ride our bikes yeah. to each other's houses and uh, yeah. you know do things like uh, you know go play golf and just go to school and get into the latest scuttlebutt and arguments with people. But yeah, you know, it's. Adult adulting is nice too, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Well, anyhow, we we've got a lot to talk about. I mean, we we've been a little bit a uh, little overcome by events, so we've been uh, kind of on a little bit of a break. And this is the first time we've had to sit together and even even contemplate uh, putting together a program. And uh, we're we're just going to kind of play it a little bit loose. Um, there's certainly no lack of things to talk about from. You know, the economy, foreign policy, what's going on in uh, Ukraine and what's going on with Biden and Trump. And it's just it's just this cacophony of of, you know, emotionally driven news cycle. It, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It, it, it's almost like a cornered animal that they're desperate to do something to get Trump. That's that's what this this is all about. Oh, get Trump, well, get Trump. If get that's Trump. if that's if that's what you want to, if that's the direction you want to have the conversation in, okay. Yeah. Um, you know what's the old expression? You know, uh, did you ever did you ever watch that two thousand and two series that HBO put out called The Wire? I have not. I have not seen that. Tell me about it. Okay, I, I, I've never this, seen it. It's it's a television program set in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the early 2000s, and it revolves around um, street violence and the drug trade in Baltimore, and and a lot of the Lance Riddick was in it, and and a, just a, a huge amount of talent uh, was in this program, mm. and it lasted, I believe, six seasons, mm-hmm. and it was about 13 episodes a season, mm-hmm. and it's it's absolutely the most riveting television hmm. in the world and and some of the lines from it and some of the character development um, it's kind of a tangent I'm going off on but it's getting mm-hmm. somewhere there's there's a character who's a bad guy hmm. and his main occupation was robbing drug dealers hmm. okay he was a bad guy you know and it turns out he was uh he was the bad guy you like to you like to hate you know mm-hmm. the the way you he kind of cheered for him because he had a code, you know, there's no mm-hmm. civilians and he was just going after bad guys and it was just a war between them. Uh, so there's a certain amount of honor in it, I suppose. So or vigilante almost. Yeah, he kind of was in a way. And uh, his name was Omar. Mm. Uh, and the guy that played him was an incredibly talented actor and he passed away recently as well. Mm. Um, 
and Lance Riddick, who's uh, who is the uh, concierge and the the desk man in the John Wick mm. series yep. of movies. He was he played a pivotal role in the program. So Omar got into a jam. He was beefing with somebody, and one of his very famous lines. And there's a lot of famous lines from this program. Is mm-hmm. if you take a shot at the king, you best not miss. Oh, did the Democrats miss? Holy, <laughs> you know, during our time uh, time trying to live life and getting things done. And, you know, like I said, we do this because we're lifelong friends that love to talk about current events, but we just, you know, they swung and they missed, but the problem is you got it. Well, they're persistent little burgers, aren't they? They, they just keep trying and trying to take him down, coming up with complete preposterous reasons. This latest one from our, uh, our neighbor to the South, D.A. Twinkies, I guess they call him. His name's Twinkies or whatever his name is. I don't. He he's he's repugnant. Alvin Bragg. Thank you, Alvin Bragg, because I like Twinkies better. Anyway, <laughs> but he he has he has stepped over a line, and he just he's nothing stopping him. He no, wanted they, to pr- arrest President Trump. Let's just think about this for one second. Arrest President Trump on a literally trumped up charge to get him into New York city to bring the most famous man more so than Biden, because, well, we don't know. We all know how Biden got to the office and, and, and to arraign him. This sounded like a show trial and, and, and to, to distract from really what's going on. Right. Alpha. I mean, if you think about what's going on right now, this guy had to be put up on such a money pedestal by George Soros to even <sighs> contemplate the idea that he's going to bring President Trump up to New York City to have him stand in front yeah. of a judge that's crooked as all hell and say, guilty or not guilty, what's your plea? I mean, come on now. This is crazy. Well, okay. You know, okay, everybody gets that, right? Mm-hmm. And And I'd like to think that we can look a little bit deeper into it. Mm-hmm. There's a famous line, another one. It was William Shakespeare. Mm. Methinks thou does protest too much. You mean me protesting too much? No. <laughs> no. The Democrats. The Democrats are protesting too much. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. So what, what are they trying to hide? What is this? What is it? Well, right now it's a, it's a cover-up for what their actions are. It seems that everything the Democrats have done, everything, every step, every action, every single cotton-picking movement they make, including bowel movements, I will say, mm-hmm. is to get Trump, to get them to divert the attention off of them. Well, it's not just it's not just Trump that they're going after. I mean, these these people are really using these you know, Soviet-style and Chinese-style tactics. Mm-hmm. Anybody that disagrees with them is dead meat. Yeah. I mean, look at these people that uh, were trespassing in the Capitol on January 6th, two years ago. Mm-hmm. They're they're still in jail. Right. You yeah. know, and, and the trials that they put up and, and all of the lies and all the nonsense. What are they, what are they hiding? Well... Tucker, what are they hiding? Well, Tucker Carlson showed it on uh, the video, the video that exonerates all these people. I, they were I'm not talking me. about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, look, oh, we, we've all actually, seen the videos, okay? Yeah. Every, everybody in the audience that we, we have here, I, I, I think, is a relatively intelligent person, obviously. You know, you're, you wouldn't be here if you didn't have a measure of interest in current events, Um. So let's let's look at it a little bit more deeply. Okay. Why we got to get back to the root cause analysis. All right. Why are they behaving in the manner in which they're behaving? Why? They can get away with it. They Okay, but okay, understood. That's right. a condition, yeah. but what is what are their actions attempting to divert attention from or to cover up? So uh, let's think of the boomerang. It's going to boomerang back on them. What have they done? They've done, they've done extortion. They've done bribes. They've done 
manipulation. They've done um, cheating. They all the things that you don't want. You know everything that that goes along with a mantra rules for for thee and not for them, right? I mean, well, all the things that sure. they're you know the the laptop de- depicts Biden being with these these oligarchs and these high potent powerful and uh, people that have lots of money and the Chinese and the Russians or the Ukrainians per se, maybe the Russians are trying to clean up their mess, who knows, but a lot of things coming out right now in these investigations are clearly showing that the Democrats are, are trying to hide something because it's coming out and, and they're hoping that people have short attention spans and they don't pay attention. But the problem is, for the Democrats, people are paying attention. I think they are. Yeah, I, I think people are paying attention. You know, look, I, I, I think that we all understand that that Biden took money to perform and, and to use influence, and they sold his name. I think people understand that. Mm-hmm. And. Now, the question I need to ask is, are the Democrats closed ranks and going after people because they're exposing that? Or what more is there that we're overlooking? Hmm. What do we need to be looking at? I'm pretty sure that we all have the idea that uh, Joe Biden making $16 million in a couple of years is, is not a coincidence, right? Right. right. Yeah. And him having the amount of money that he has on a Senator's salary for, you know, 40, 44 years. And, and then, you know, he was a vice president and then he's, he's worth tens of millions of dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. I get speaking fees. I get all this other bullshit. Pardon my French. We're going to leave <laughs> that in. I get it. Okay. You've got the Republicans in Congress. They now have the suspicious transaction reports, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. All right. You had one put against you for just moving money around. Correct. Yeah. Pulled a, pulled an amount of money out of one bank account and moved it into another one, and I got a call from the bank manager. What are you doing? I have to file a suspicious transaction report. What do you mean? It's my money. It's been taxed. It's right there. It doesn't matter. Okay, great. So if if those rules apply to B, then mm-hmm. I was just moving a small amount of money. And you've got foreign money pouring into somebody who, you know, is not a fair or registered lobbyist. Right. Um, who is, you know, a senator, um, who is a vice president, who is an acting president with a family that is engaged in brokering influence mm-hmm. for money. Is that the only thing that the Democrats are trying to cover up? No. Okay. What else? That is a good, and, that is a good question because right. And what else? Because what else? why because, would they? Why would they blow all of their political capital getting this one very very? antiquated, you know, they're like, oh, the patriarchy, old white men. Okay, the Democrats put an old white man up, got more votes than Barack Obama somehow miraculously, and they've put their full weight behind somebody that they knew all along was compromised and corrupt because I I think a lot of them are in on it too. Mm -hmm. Now I think the walls are closing in, and, and what is it? that's laying out there that's so scary that they have to get rid of Donald Trump or anybody that's not in the club. Well, let me, let me put, put something out there. So Biden is so either compromised or on the take for someone. And the books are being looked scoured. The receipts are being tallied and, and, there's evidence on Hunter's laptop that clearly shows that Biden was the big guy making money here and there. 
it may be something that we don't we can't fathom yet. Yeah. Well, no, I, I I I'm finding it difficult to because you know the news tells us one thing, you know, and that and they're we're all succumb with oh they're going to get Trump they're going to get Trump. Remember the the rule, and Dan Bongino was saying this the other day. Turn it around, and and look at what you know. Reverse it. The walls are closing in on the Democrats, and they're a cornered animal, and they're going to be well rushing right. out. Well, I, I agree. However, you know, if you look at the policies and, mm-hmm. and look at the things that they've done over the past two years. Oh yeah, yeah. Cutting our own throats with the. Uh, the social justice stuff. Well, we don't want to get into detail on that, mm. but you know the ESG stuff. There's the other social justice movements, the the BLM stuff, the and the social stuff where they they just break down the fabric of society. And if you look at everything that they're doing, it's almost as if somebody wrote them a playbook to destroy the economic prosperity of the United States and to weaken our national security. Right. China wants that wholeheartedly. They, they want to be they want to be the the big dogs on the block. They want to be the ones that are running the oil through their currency. They are a dying regime and they're trying to grasp onto anything that can keep them going on life support because their economy is not doing so well because our economy is imploding. Well, and they their economy was doing you know not well under Trump because they were they were taking they were taking hits right uh, paying extra tariffs and they were you know very under very tight scrutiny and mm-hmm. whatever uh, you know so I think they invested a whole bunch of money in our uh, political system mm-hmm. and to gain to gather to gain influence. To Absolutely. gather information, to get the inside scoop, to to just totally undermine our our country, and and Trump was a threat to him to them. So let me and, let me ask you a question. Let yep. me ask you a question. You would have to be very unserious to think. That that person that worked for the Department of Energy, that was their nuclear waste policy expert mm. and their director of uh, waste policy, uh, stationed fairly close to my house. You know that 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 person who stole luggage, who was the uh, crossdresser, transvestite person mm-hmm. with the the goatee and the shaved head, wearing dresses everywhere. Mm. Um, these are the people that our administration have have put in places of great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that anybody who's, you know, transgender or cross-dresser is, is – but this is not a serious person. No. No, not at all. It's, these, they're looking these at are, narcissists. Well, they, they are. And, and, and these are not serious people that are, are running our government. Um, right. There, it's like you can't make this stuff up, right? So we're intentionally making policy decisions that have affected our energy independence, our banking system. Mm. Banks are we're failing. Ta- yeah, the banks are failing. We're taking on immigrants like the Titanic took on water, and we're we're handing out money to them left and right. Mm-hmm. We're sending unending military aid to Ukraine to the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars. What are they hiding? The playbook that you're talking about is the purposeful destruction of the United States so that another country can take over the number one position, China. It's an infiltration from within. That's what this yes. is. Infiltration on every single level of society. Government, schools, policymakers, yes. local, town, every every single 
department, everything you could think of. Our corporations have been infiltrated from within, where people were right. placed. Our DAs have been infiltrating from within. They, have used, the, they have used the digital mob to influence policy mm-hmm. uh, for fear of cancellation, mm-hmm. what, whatever artificial nonsense that means. However, the government is uh, getting involved in canceling people and businesses through the banking system, which is something we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. So this is the... Exactly. This is the purposeful destruction of the United States, and the only way it can be done is from within. From within, right? Because so, you couldn't, you couldn't have Red Dawn, and Dan Dan talked about this, and uh, in the Matrix show talked about this, where you can't have Red Dawn dropping paratroopers in, and then people are that would be too in the face, too blunt, right in the nose. Well, that would but, not work out well. Right, it wouldn't work out well. But what is working out well? is the colleges and the schools are teaching our children complete rubbish, no common sense, no critical thinking skills. Let's just put that out there. Well, right. And then you've got the banking system, which is being manipulated. It's imploding. It is imploding. I've never seen interest rates go up so fast, so quickly. And people just are looking around saying, wait a minute, what, what just happened here? Well, yeah. another another thing to remember is yes, okay, that's that's interest. They're using the banks to disallow certain people and well, businesses from doing business. That's right. that infiltration they're using from within. The, right. They're using the judicial system to punish their political opponents. Right. Right. And judges are not paying attention to clear cut law cases. Guidance. That's right. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm telling you, if I was sitting on the bench and they and they made a decision. Like they've been making decisions all over the place to let people go who have murdered and maimed and, and hurt before, and they're throwing in January Sixers who just wandered around the, the, the capital because of their 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 political feelings and leanings. That's crazy. But again, it's infiltration from within. Well, sure it is, and and I I think you know people sit there and they say you know this is kind of an interesting program. This is a little bit different than we've ever done this before. Mm-hmm. You know, people sit there and say, oh, you know, the thought of a civil war in this country is just, it's just never going to happen. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I'm not so sure that we're not in one right now. So let's talk, I think we talked about this in the previous show, but I think you have to reemphasize it because of this infiltration from within with this, you know, changing language. I don't even believe, Alpha, that woke is an actual word. Woke, I mean, awoken, awaken. But woke is not a technical English word. But it was made to be an English word. It's, there, there's been a whole, well, hold on a second. Yeah. You're, you're right. I, I had occasion to speak with a, um, a younger person mm-hmm. uh, relating experience in... in you know, uh, a college environment to me. Mm. And this young man is sitting there speaking, and I I literally looked at him and said, I have no idea what the words you're using mean. Mm. EIG scores and all that stuff. You know, the the whole pronouns are being changed. Pronoun thing and the... And and the way that people are described, it's like what 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 are you what what does that mean? Right. So there's a whole different language and culture that these killed kids have been indoctrinated in. Exactly. That people that you and I our age we don't understand. But the problem is, and it's all being hidden from us. It's, it's being hidden on from us on purpose, Alpha, because of this. We are so considered old school and old when it comes to the younger generation. It, and the words have been changed without us knowing. It's like the rule book has been ripped up and new rules are being put on to all of us. And we're looking around saying, I didn't agree to these rules. What are you talking about? I'm not doing this. No, no, no. This isn't the way that the country was set up. So, when that conversation you were having with that young man and the school that they're going through, I, I mean, it, it 
it's on it's two different worlds. It's separation on purpose. It's what the division. They're dividing us by religion. They're dividing us by color. They're dividing us by gender. They're, um, it's actually sex. The real word is sex, not gender. There's there's only two gen, There's only two sexes: male, female. Period. Oh yeah. So don't. I don't want to hear this. Okay, genetically speaking, that's all you get. And well, that's a that's another whole that's a another whole discussion. Right. But what I'm saying is, it's the the language has been perverted. Changed around. 1984, again, if you haven't read it, go read it. Oh, we're living in it. We're living right in now. it. It was, a, it was a, prog- a prognostication by George Orwell who talks about the per- the perversion of language, making up words, othering other people. This othering is another, it sounds like something out of a, of a science fiction movie, but it's not. It's real life because you're othered. Your, you know, the, the, all the words are using that is is colloquial in nature at best, made up by by people that want to control all of us, and it controls another part of this. Well, I think this is just absolute brainwashing. Yes, it, it's a hundred percent. I mean, I had had a discussion with uh, um, a niece of mine. Who wanted TikTok on their phone, and I said, uh, "You, you, your, your mom is a hundred percent correct. You should not be getting my sister basically saying you should not be on TikTok. It is, it is ridiculously stupid. But they're brainwashing all these kids to stare at these dumb videos of people being moronic yeah. and these other ideas we just talked about to get people to to distract." to get away from the real issue that's in hand. Students don't know how to do math. They don't know how to do science. They don't know how to use common sense because there isn't any. Well, they, they don't know how to read. They don't know how to do math. That's not what they're being taught. They're being taught uh, to be sexualized individuals. They're not taught how to think. Um, you see some of these teachers, you know, that, that are out there, you know, changing the topic here a little bit. Mm-hmm. You see, it, it's probably a pretty small group overall. However, it's getting a lot of attention, and, and as it should. But this is yet another giant distraction, right? Mm-hmm. To cover up for the infiltration from within. Of course. So we're living in some really scary times Mm -hmm. where I think our system has been completely subverted. Mm -hmm. And whereas you and I, if you listen to the media and you see the digital mob and you see everybody that would basically be opposed to people that think like you and I Mm -hmm. and, and people that listen to our program, you would think that we're the minority and that we're just to be, you know, cast away. Mm. I I don't know that that's really true. I think that they're, they just have a pretty loud megaphone. So the, the saying, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. They're the, the the vocal minority. So in the word, in the language game, in the, in the way that they've co-opted words, because they're a part of a minority, they're the special group. I've never thought I would see in my lifetime people celebrating the fact that they want to go back to segregation, black-only graduations in a New York University ceremony. Medical students, PA students, not learning about medicine and more worried about dealing with patients' uh, health disparities. That's another word that they came up with. Yeah, equity, equity. equity. Every, every time you hear the word equity, you it know makes that, me throw up. Well, number one, you got to know that the person you're talking to is just absolutely. I'm. We're going to leave four letter words in here mm. from now on because I, I I don't care. Anybody that uses the term equity is full of shit. Mm-hmm. The next thing you should think when 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 you hear somebody use the word equity, number one, you think they're full of shit. Number two, grab your wallet. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, they don't want to work for what what they 
you know, work is is a word that is being um, forgotten. Everyone yeah. wants things given to them and entitlements. And- well, look what happened over the last uh, two and a half years with this COVID nonsense. Oh, God, yeah. They disincentivized everybody to work. They handed out checks, and they paid you to be a good little a good little follower. Mm-hmm. Go follow the rules. We'll give you your check. Okay? And it was an exercise and a culmination. You had people sitting around for two and a half years with nothing else better to do than to think of this cockamamie bullshit that has screwed up our society. Mm-hmm. We're sitting around watching Netflix getting our mind erased with TikTok and while being fed fear mm-hmm. from our own government. Which is which is a weapon in oh, the Civil War. In the Civil War, everyone's afraid of losing their lifestyle, losing, you know, not wanting to speak up for what's right or, or principles because you'll lose your career. Conformity. That's, that's definitely something that's, that's being done on a regular basis. You will conform or you will be taken out. Well, you know, that, take that money away. Me. They'll take your, you know, they'll put you through lawfare. This oh, is yeah. just another form of lawfare for president Trump. They're just putting him through the, they're using, they've weaponized the procedure. When, when we were talking about the FBI not doing their job and doing things that they shouldn't have been doing, like CIA type stuff in the country. Yeah. We were said, they were, how, what, what were we called? Conspiracy theorists? <laughs> well, guess yeah. what, everyone? We were right. We, we called it, and we said that the FBI is not doing their job of, of enforcing law. They are looking for a crime to fit the person. No, show me the person, and I'll show you the crime. That's right. They, they're, not, they're not investigating actions that were made and putting facts together for a case. They're looking... To hang anyone with anything. That's right. They were they, and the they judges are the in good, on it too. They become the Gestapo. Yep. You know. Yep. Pretty crazy, isn't it? Well, when you when you stop and think about it, and and you put the the words no, and no way, no after way, you not get any. You know, because we raise a question, we're asking why. It's just, again, it's common sense is not so common. I think I'm getting a lot of uh, interesting discussions I've had with people I come across in my daily uh, adventures of my life, and they are all sick and tired of it. Oh, yeah. And and there is there is hope that, that this is going to work itself out. I'm, I'm seeing a lot more uh, Democrats for Trump all the time. They're not voting for another Democrat ever again. So it's maybe maybe uh, some light is, is coming or down that, and, you know, at the end of the tunnel, it's a train coming ahead of us. You know. Well, look, I'm not sure that, uh, you know, listen, the Trump administration was, you know, for us it was kind of great because the guy did a lot of things that were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also did a lot of things that were, you know, not really so good. He, um, he admitted in his speech, by the way, yesterday. I, I I did not have an opportunity to watch it. I've been um, I I find myself with uh, seasonal allergies. Yeah, so I was kind of down for the count. <laughs> well, so. watch how much Benadryl you're taking next time. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you that in his in his speeches and his discussions, he admits that he made some poor judgments. He listened. He is. He told everyone that he he's a. Um, He's one of he he likes to be loyal to the people that he's been working with, mm-hmm. and the problem is, and and this guy Cohen, this this so called attorney, I think he lost his license to practice law, but he was disbarred. But I'll tell you, he trusts a lot of people, and and if you go down the list, a lot of people had different ideas or infiltration from within that concept. They infiltrated his government. There were people in there that were totally backstabbing him and, oh, and yeah. slow walking things. And I mean, we've all done it. I mean, if you, if there's a project due and you haven't got a chance to do it, you say, well, I don't know. I got something. I, I'm working on it. Or you say you're working on it or you put, you put some 
you know, like he's talking around a, a point. <laughs> you just kind of talk around and around. And basically, people lose interest in what you're saying, and then they move on to the next agenda point. You don't have to worry about. Well, I, I, do your job. he made some. He made some very bad personnel choices. He, right? he and he admits it. He admits well, it. Well, good, good. He and and he should. You know, yeah. um, the whole the whole vaccine thing. I I, I really hope that. Unfortunately, um, yet again, uh, we were we were correct, mm. and the vaccine was a bad thing. And I don't want to hear about Operation Warp Speed anymore. Right. No, um, I I still. I, look, you and I, I think we disagree on this, but I, I think we should reemphasize it because it's been a while. I think wholeheartedly, if it was not for warp speed and getting derailing the the lockdown train, that's what was going on. The lockdowns were going. People were not allowed to do their normal jobs. Special groups were chosen to succeed while others were not. This is a communist ta- uh, tactic, Okay. Mm-hmm. Operation Warp Speed derailed the entire train. When the Democrats noticed that they were losing control of the lockdown train because people, you know, because this vaccine came out, remember the difference between Trump's administration and Biden. Biden forced everyone to get it. They made it, they colluded with big tech, they colluded with airlines, they colluded with corporations because. By law, the government could not mandate it to get us. But if you want to get on an airplane, you need to have a vaccine, you know, a vaccine passport. All that stuff failed because they forced everyone to do it, and people rose up and said, "No, we're not going to do this." And well, again, you know, listen, I, I think that was on purpose. I think that had to be done to counter the countermeasures were in place to allow for the lockdowns to stop. And and no one's doing it anymore. No well, first cares. of all, they should have never happened to begin with. No, I get it, but the pro- you're right. But I think, and and again, this is a this is something that we don't have the information on. But I wholeheartedly believe, Alpha, that Trump knew that he had to show everyone this. Everyone learns by experience. Okay, reading a book and and being told something is one thing. You have to learn it. You have to live it, and you have to. That's how we learn. As humans, that's a lot of it is psychology. And everyone had to go through this process so that we all would say, holy cow, look what the FBI is doing. Holy cow, I can't believe that the government is, the, the they weaponized the IRS. Holy cow, I can't believe the police are not doing their job. Holy cow, I mean. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's a certain amount of shock value in it. And I understand the whole countermeasure thing. Yeah. You know, listen. A lot of mistakes were made, right? Yes, I, I, I do not. A do, lot, and a tremendous. He some, but I tell you, what Biden's doing right now is purposely destroying this country. To oh, co- I to completely cover agree up, with you. To cover up their ineptness and their purposeful cowering to China and other outside superpowers that want to take over the world. This is evil, evil stuff. Well, firstly, mm-hmm. I have a very good friend who's got some very strong beliefs about anybody that supported lockdowns and what should be done with them mm-hmm. because they destroyed this country. Right. They closed the schools. You couldn't go to church. You couldn't go to the store. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. Papers, please. Okay. There's that that there's a big line here, right? Right, right. They crossed it. I mean, not only did they cross it, that they, they they just they just blew it up. They blew it up and stumbled right over it. <laughs> and they're still doing it. Yeah, they are. Yep. And they won't stop. Right. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Sir Lord Acton. Well, you know, I think that people, you know, during the first lockdown deal, I I want to understand, you know, putting everything and hitting the pause button for two weeks. Hmm. I want to understand that because I want to give the benefit of the doubt that we didn't know what we were dealing with. It could have been a lot worse. We didn't know, yada, 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 yada. I think it was just a manipulation, and it was just a mass panic move. It was. It was And it was a controlling move. That's what it was. It was a controlling move. They used fear to manipulate everybody. 
And then they kept everybody locked up for two years. Right. They closed the schools. They've done they've done damage that, that can't be undone. Crimes against humanity. Oh, I agree. Now Fauci they're discovering needs to be hung by his nads upside down and put into and and hmm. and, and rung in, drawn and quartered. After a trial, of course. Well, anybody that proposed and supported lockdowns and enforced it and closed businesses and violated the Constitution and any of those kinds of people, firstly, they they belong nowhere near any kind of authority, number right. one. Number two, I think our founding fathers would have known how to handle them. Right. Okay. Uh, and I didn't really want to think this, but all of the things that we've talked about tonight in this program lead me to believe that you know, I, I'm not a radical person, and you're a little further into it than I am as far as not, not being radical, but, but some of the things that you pay attention to and, mm-hmm. and how you gather your information. I find myself a little bit more maybe moderated, I, I think guess. My, I think my uh, nickname is Professor Tinfoil Hat, actually. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting back going, well... Boy, uh, I I want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I can't. Right. I strongly believe that everybody that was involved in the last two years of nonsense or two and a half, three years of nonsense in this country, there needs to be a reckoning. And I'm very disappointed, you know, the more I've thought about it. Mm. And I didn't used to think this way. Um, I was talking with somebody that I highly respect and that person related to me, anybody that was involved in any of this, any of it mm-hmm. just needs to get dealt with. Yep. Arrested. Like, well, military tribunals actually dealt with. Yep. And not in a nice way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to say about fellow Americans. Well, there's accountability and, and not, withhold not standing up for the constitution not standing up for what we we were supposed to defend oh it's even worse than that Mm. i mean this is this is just really grotesque stuff Mm -hmm. it's really disgusting and it's really grotesque and i can't believe it went on it's crazy right so the people that are standing up like my favorite Stand yes. her upper. Get Carrie up and Lake. Dance. Carrie Lake. <laughs> yeah, Carrie Lake. She's still, they're still alive. They are still mm. going. The still Supreme Court in Arizona hope. decided through, went back, and they, they, didn't, they didn't overturn the election. That would have been great, but they're not going to do that. But they did send it back to the lower court saying, you need to look at the signature verification process and what was not done or done or not done or you gotta you gotta look at it. You can't throw that out. So, out of the nine lives, I think we're on eight for the the league team. And I admire her for just putting in the good fight and not giving up. She is she is a true true patriot. And um, we'll see. Oh, again, I I think I think if you look at the overall system, Alpha. The judges are taken. They're not going to stand up for this because they're on the take. Everything, money walks, right? Although the money is now not worth anything, I have to say, right? The, the money's not going as well, far as Well, it just takes to. a lot more of it to get what you used to get. So, you But know. People, are, people are being bought out for the fear that they're going to lose their lifestyle, lose their homes, lose this, or be, yeah. be outed on some kind of the, uh, thing that they were you know, swore that they would never let out again. And it's going to, you know, everyone has skeletons in the closet and they're worried about theirs getting out. But the problem is that their skeletons are really nasty. You know what I'm saying? I think you're right. So we need to continue. Uh, There's a lot of praying going on. There's a lot of uh, advocacy going on. If you look at... um, uh, Wisconsin right now, there's a huge race right now. We haven't had a chance to talk about this one. 
there's a huge race for a justice, a Supreme Court justice. They elect their, their justices. They don't have them appointed by the governor. And um, they're, they have terms, I believe, of 10 years, I believe. Don't quote me if I'm wrong. Let me know in the comments below. But anyway, there's an election, and, and the Democrats want that seat because it'll turn the it'll turn the the, the swing of the, the court to, to Democrat. And I was listening uh, to some people talk about this, and I said, why are, we, why are judges political? Are they supposed to rule on the law based on if you're a Republican or a Democrat? That's where this two-tier justice system comes into play, right? We shouldn't be having a two-tier. It shouldn't be justice for, for Democrats and justice for Republicans. It should be justice for all. Has anyone well, not said the pledge in a while? In a while, I mean, come on already. Well, I completely agree with you. I don't understand why judges are partisans to begin with, I, and I know they're appointed. Sometimes the federal court judges yeah. are appointed, um, but this election and, is millions, millions of dollars getting poured into this. Again, George Soros, yeah. can someone arrest this guy, please, quickly? Oh, it's just insane. So it's just insane. It's like totally, and here's something that you and I, no one asked us for our opinion on this one, Alf, and I think they should have. What happened in Ohio? We were um, on that little break there when that when that train derailment went went down, and Ugh. that whole response and and the ineptness, the total neglect of the Environmental Protection Agency and the transportation agencies. I okay. You and I have been on our fair share of fire calls in our in our lives. Uh, yes, and medical calls. You know, both of us more a little more than me, but with medical than you. But you've been on these technical rescues, hazmat, and I was on a hazmat derailment myself. Ugh. It was it was methyl ethyl bad stuff or oh. hexane gas. People, no, we, people don't understand how deeply terrifying that is. Oh, I, and we're, we may sound deeply. like we're joking around, right? But no. you and I have dealt with this. So let me give you an example. This, this thing happened back in 1992, 93, somewhere around there. Train was going through a small little hamlet. That's where my fire department was in upstate New York. The train derails. A 10-mile, excuse me, 5-mile radius was evacuated all the people had to leave their homes, went to shelters, went to gymnasiums, went to high schools, everything, all this stuff. And the fire department's job, while they waited for the trucks to come, and luckily it was near a road, but it wasn't like in the middle of nowhere, these tracks. But even when those are, you still have to wait. So we had a, a fire engine with two, two and a half inch lines charged and ready to douse any heat that may occur from this hexane gas tanker car this hexane gas if you looked it up in the hazardous operations manual is nasty stuff it's highly flammable and it <laughs> and it it causes a health hazard i think it was like out of four or five was it five points it's like it was like four <laughs> it's nearly as bad as it could possibly be it, it's bad just as bad as chlorine gas this is on and it, very explosive I don't think chlorine gas is explosive. It's more as an oxidizer, right? So anyway, right. we had the hazmat team there. We had everything going. We offloaded offloaded the product that was there under pressure. Okay, they brought in a whole, like five different trucks to, to offload this stuff. But then they put the train back on the tracks, and there was no purposeful spilling or... No blowing up of this car on purpose. Thank God. Right. So we sat there day and night with a hose, two lines charged. We almost burned out the uh, the pumper. We had to like run it a little bit so that it wouldn't be pressurized for that long without letting the water flow. Just, just totally three-day operation, and that's what happened. So when this stuff happened with in Ohio, in Palestine, Ohio, and the same scenario that I've been a part of, and the government turns around, points the finger at the fire chief, which I have him to have been a volunteer fire chief myself. 
And I said to myself, there's no way he could have made that call to blow up those cars. And that wasn't just one car. They wanted to do one car. They did five. Five. They blew his car down. It has to come from the EPA. If you want to do a practice burn, do you remember this, Alpha? You want to do a practice burn with a house that is donated to you, and you go in there, you smash all the windows, you cut up the walls, and then you burn it so that you can have practice burning things because you don't want real things to do it. The EPA will not let you practice burn because of, wait for it, environmental concerns. So where the hell were they in Ohio, Palestine, Ohio, where... 97% of everyone was Republican, flyover country. This is where everyone lives. And they decide to torch the cars to get the car, the trains moving again. It it, it blows my mind. And then they, they have the audacity to turn around and blame the fire chief. Which you know it, and I know it, and they know it. He had no say whatsoever about torching these cars. It was the EPA that gave the sanction to do it. They won't admit it. And to listen to these sniveling, whining, irresponsible bureaucrats sit there in front of of the Congress, uh, what are they going to do about it? That's the other question, right, Alpha? What are they going to do about it? Are they going to hold these people responsible for a dumb decision that they made? And these people are not, are still living there? I don't know about you, Alpha, but I would have been, I would have grabbed my go bag, I would have grabbed my kid, and I would have been long gone. We're oh, yeah. not waiting around. <clears throat> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to stick around to see how this one turns out, people. Because the real estate, the real estate values are really in the toilet. Not that everyone else's are, but they're they're really in the toilet. These people are left high and dry. They had all kinds of symptoms and and precipitate all over the place. And they're saying that it was okay to burn this stuff. I don't, Alpha. You you got to help <sighs> me out here. What was going on with this? I, I I I don't know. It's a seems like a combination of malfeasance and ineptitude. Malfe- <laughs> and I, I I'm speechless for once. I can't even. Well, I, let's, we would let's never back do it up. This. Let's back it up a little bit. Right. Let's back it up a little bit. You know, the the, the average person out there, you know, like look, not to insult anybody's intelligence. The average person has not been exposed to. It's not that people don't understand. Mm -hmm. They understand differently what you and I understand about hazardous materials, Mm -hmm. responding to it, the problems you run into when you deal with them, what's really involved, the training, the amount of resources that are required, the the potential impacts and the long-term effect. Uh, because it's it's not their world, and that's okay, mm-hmm. right? I'm not a cardiac surgeon. I'm not up on that stuff either, right? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. There is nothing more terrifying as a firefighter getting called to a chemical-based incident. Right. There's really nothing more terrifying. If you knew because half of you, what we've seen chemicals do to people. Oh, Jesus. Melt your face off. Oh. Burn your lungs out. Fry oh. your brain. All your neurons get smushed. Oh. I mean, I, I'll stop because people are going to start vomiting themselves. But Well. All you got to do is read the Hazardous Awareness Manual, and you'll find out exactly what these things do. Well, I, I have a funny story if we've got a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is actually quite amusing. Um, you know, look, firefighters, old firefighters, retired firefighters, active fire. we all have stories, okay? We've all been around. We've all seen all sorts of stuff, right? I was um, a young firefighter uh, back in the day, long time ago. I was working, and we got a call to go to a place that's a commercial laundry, okay? Mm-hmm. You've all... You, Every every town's got a commercial laundry. Big washing machines, big dryers, big everything, right? Dry dry cleaning materials too? No, just laundry. Just it laundry. Was a dry cleaner. Okay. Yeah. Just dry, laundry. Not a dry cleaner. Okay. No. They do hospital sheets, they do tablecloths and linen and the big volume stuff. All right, right, right. right. And most people don't understand just how extraordinarily dangerous 
a commercial laundry facility is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, there's acids and there's bases in the world, right? Right. And the detergents that are used and the bleaches that are used are very basic, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And they neutralize the wastewater with a very highly concentrated acid solution that they pump into the wastewater as the washing machines empty to neutralize the the effluent from the laundry process into the sanitary sewer, right? Of course, because you would have uh, liquid Drano running through your entire pipe system. Exactly. And so they bring it up. Tur- yeah. They turn it basically into a salt water. Right. With right. detergent that gets purified out, right? Right, okay. right. So everybody understands that. But what you don't understand is just how big a tank of acid that they have on the inside of the laundry plant is. Are you talking about like 55-gallon dr- barrels? Oh, no, I'm talking about like a 5,000-gallon stand-up oh, tank. Oh, you're talking about tankers that come tank, in here. A tank of it, 5,000, 10,000 gallons of this stuff. Is it hydrochloric okay. acid? It is hydrochloric acid. It's very highly concentrated hydrochloric acid. Oh, God. So we get a, we get a call, you know, uh, fire department. I'm not going to give the name of the department. You know, dispatch, uh, yeah, uh, possible acid spill at uh, XYZ Commercial Laundry on XYZ Avenue, uh, you know, oh, blah, it's ABC blah, blah. Avenue. XYZ on ABC Avenue. Sorry. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so I'm in the front seat, and I look at the driver, and I'm like, "This, this is going to be good. It's going to taste we, awful." And we run up there, and this, and this guy meets us in the parking lot. He's the maintenance guy for the place, mm. and and he's like, "It's no problem. It's not a big deal. We were working on the distribution valve, and a and a couple of gallons shot uh, out of the containment onto the concrete, and it made a little." you know, a little acid spill, blah, blah, blah. We cleaned it. We neutralized it. We went and we looked at it. We didn't deem it was a hazard. Okay. We right. just informed him that, however, you know, they did a great job of cleaning it up. Right. We just said to dude, we're like, hey, man, okay, here's the gig. If you've got a problem with that distribution valve that's under an incredible amount of pressure, you know, nobody can be in here when you're working on it. You need to be super careful Today is not the day. Call a professional. Right. Don't touch it. Get a <laughs> get a professional in here. Right. We're going to send codes enforcement over to inspect it. Right. Fine. The guy's like, yeah, no problem, guys. No problem. No sooner were we backing the engines and the trucks back into the station. XYZ department, hazmat, full hazmat response. PDQ laundry on XYZ ABC Avenue. <laughs> Large reported large spill of highly concentrated acid. Respond code red. <laughs> Did you just tell him not to touch anything? Exactly. Did you tell so him we, not to touch it? So lo and behold, we're driving up the up the hill, and it's up a hill. Yeah, we're going. You know, pardon the expression, balls to the wall. Right. Because we know how much acid is there. Okay. Five thousand gallons worth. Oh, probably more like eight or ten. Oh my gosh! The tank was just filled. Hydrochloric right? acid, very yeah. concentrated in a containment vessel that's with a wall and whatever. This stuff will so, burn your face off. Oh yeah! So we pull into the parking lot, and here's dude with the managers, <laughs> and I get off the edge, and I'm like, "What did I just get done telling you not five <laughs> minutes ago? What did I just he's say like, not to do?" He's like, "Well, it was no big deal. We thought we would just do this." I'm standing there, and he goes to shake my hand. He's like, it's okay. I'm like, don't touch me. <laughs> I'm looking at him, and his T-shirt is literally melting off of him. Right, right. Holes are opening up in his shirt. I'm like, did you get sprayed with acid? And he's yeah. like, well, maybe a little bit. And I'm like, oh, my God. Hose him down. <laughs> so we pulled, a, we pulled a trash line off the yeah. engine, and we sat there, and we held him there, and we, we deconned him right there on the spot. Yeah, don't touch me. That was the smartest move you ever made. Oh, of course. So we pack up, and there's still ladies in there doing laundry, and there's this big cloud cloud coming out of the back room, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. So we evacuate the building, and the acid is gushing in a geyser over the containment wall, heading for the steel fire door that was open. Oh, God. 
and the four inch high pressure gas main and distribution valve was outside of the door and the acid was pooling around the pipes. Oh no. You could not turn the gas off quick enough. You can't turn that off. Oh, there's no shutoff valve. That comes from a feeder. Oh, that's a gosh. high pressure line. Oh god. That's 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 commercial gas, man. That is that is pre meter. Oh, okay, boy. so we couldn't shut it off. Oh god. Yikes. And we've got probably twenty gallons a minute of acid shooting over this containment wall or more. Oh. It's like a geyser of acid. So it was one of the scariest moments of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to think about it. And, and that's a funny story. Imagine if it weren't so funny. Well, you know, when you think about it and you look back at these stories and we tell them because you learn something from them as you talk about them. But I couldn't find anything funny about what happened in Palestine, Ohio. I just, it was, it made me so angry. Oh, it's terrible. That they, they did this, and they left them there. There's no, if it wasn't for President Trump going to Palestine, Ohio, and, and taking the time to give some hope to these people, I, I think, you know, that, that, that was the official start of his campaign. And it made Biden look like a, more of an inept fool than he already is. Well, the thing about it is, bravo, that funny stories aside, I use that to demonstrate just how serious this really is. Mm -hmm. And that was just something that could be solved with baking soda. Mm -hmm. How do they solve this problem that they've created in Palestine, Ohio? The the off gas that recurred because of the fire was the same gas they used in World War I. Phosgene gas. Phosgene gas. That's right. And for all really those chemistry majors stuff. out there, this is methyl ethyl bad stuff, 101. This stuff uh, burns your uh, lungs out. From the last time I checked, it reacts with the lung tissue, and that's the end of it. Yeah, it turns into acid in your lungs, and it just burns you to death. You drown. You drown. It's so what, what, what the government did to, or was it the train company that just wanted to get their trains running again? It sounds like when you left there from your experience on that hazmat call, when you told the guy, don't touch anything, let the professionals do it, he says, okay, I got it. The boss is coming and say, get this place up and running. I don't care what they said. That's right. And he he touched something, and then it was under pressure, and boom, the the geyser of acid was going over the the retaining wall, which I bet you $10 – that the code enforcement in that area increased the containment wall to 60 feet high. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Because, you know, listen, you know, what, what are they going to do with these people? I mean, look, that's that's just one of the incidents where, you know, we just had uh, major tornadoes rip through Mississippi last night. Right. And what's the and government doing? Nothing. If, if, if you look at some of the drone footage from some of these storm chasers. And and I'm going to give a big shout out here. Um, I follow a couple of people on, on, you know, I hate to say it, YouTube. Uh, They put out content. Uh, Ryan Hall, y'all and Reed Timmer. And there's a bunch of these different independent weather sources. They go out and they, they do storm chasing. They do this. and, And this guy, Ryan Hall, he's got a pretty big following. And he's raised money, uh, lots of it, and gives direct help to people who need it mm-hmm. um, in these storm areas. Um, well, because the government's not doing their job. Well, the government's not doing their job. And, 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 you know, another thing that we need to talk about is, you know, what is the government doing to be proactive about these things? They're just yelling about climate change when the real problem is, is we've always had tornadoes in this country. Uh, and there are radar holes in the South that need to be plugged. But I think it's more important that we spend hundreds of billions of dollars on Ukraine, don't you? Oh, I would have to disagree with you on that one, Alpha. Well, but, of course. You know, it, it's it's sad because they haven't even mustered up the, the uh, disaster medical assistance team to get down there yet. Really? They have to declare it an emergency, a, a national disaster. 
and the government is too worried about getting Trump to get Trump. So they've just politicized people's health, safety, and welfare. Again. To preserve their own power. That's right. Because if it happened in New York, it would be taken care of. Well, wow, an hour and five minutes goes by when you don't Stand do shows. Stand by for the latest episode <laughs> of the Signal 50 podcast. When, when you... Uh, you forgot which button to push again. I, I, oh, God. That's okay. It's been a while. Fire, been fire the producer again. I'll have to let this run. I'm going to dock your pay. Dock my pay times zero. It's like a volunteer. That's all right. Hey, you know, um, it's good that we're going to try and get these shows out. We're going to have some other people come on board, friends of mine, friends of yours, to kind of add their insight and their thoughts about current events because we are the 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 two friends that love to talk about current events. We have been. We just haven't had time to sit down in front of our microphones and get this out there. So we are going to do some more because we've been we've been missing for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I've been missing it myself, but seasons but, are changing. Yes, they are for and everybody. I'm not talking about spring either. But anyway, everyone. Well, <laughs> sorry about that. We're a little disorganized, however. Yo, hey, listen, everybody out there, have a, have a great week. It's it's Sunday night. Uh, we're going to try to put the show up so you have something to listen to on the way to work on Monday. Um, enjoy yourselves. Uh, have a great week. And we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen that are deployed out there around the world. Uh, lots to talk about there, too. And our police, fire, and EMS that work with us every day on the street. So everybody take care. Have a great week. Take Thanks. care, everyone. We'll be back right. next week, we promise.